I'm not trying to act, no, I'm not trying to act like that no more. Cause I never had it, no one ever had it like this before. And I'm really trying to change, I'm really trying to change, and it's all for you. I'ma do everything I can, is that all I'm trying to do? <laughs> Welcome to Lex Chat, my name is Lexi. Singer, rapper, writer, recording engineer, model, all-around entertainer, and thank you so much for joining me today. This show is dedicated to music and entertainment, where we talk about the industry and the business, and we help each other to become better artists. You can catch these chats live on Instagram at LexiATL, that's L-E-X-C-A-T-L, and on YouTube more recently because trying to do better with going live everywhere. But you can catch these live chats on Instagram at LexiATL and on YouTube every Wednesday at 7 p.m. to be a part of the live conversation. If you missed the live, you can hear the replay on Mondays at 8 a.m. on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you're listening or watching on YouTube, please be sure to like the video, leave comments to continue the conversation, subscribe, and hit the notification bell to be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please give me five out of five stars for the rating and leave a review. All of these things really help me by telling the algorithms that this is a good piece of content that you should push in front of, that they should push in front of more larger audiences, more larger. Anyway, so I would greatly appreciate if y'all would go do that. Thank you so much. And if you would like to go the extra mile in supporting me, then please, 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 please consider becoming a patron of mine on patreon.com slash LexiATL. And for as little as $5 per month, or you can choose the amount that you want to support me with, you'll be supporting me and getting early access to content. This week on LexChat, Let's chat about something I think all creatives can relate to, and that is feeling as though friends and family are not as supportive as of our creativity as we would like them to be. I want to get into those feelings we often have of not being supported, and I want to use this episode as a, we, as a way to bring awareness to friends and family. So if this sounds like a conversation you'd be interested in chatting more about, then please, please, please. Stay tuned. All righty. First and foremost, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. I want to give a shout out before we start the show and before we start the chat. I want to give a shout out to my sponsors. We have Eb Slade and we have Glory Apparel. Eb Slade for hair and makeup. Get both done in one place. We've been doing a lace front install, a frontal, I mean, an install in a bust down style. Y'all, when I went to her shop, she detangled, washed, conditioned, steamed, dried, and braided my hair down. Truly a full service on my hair. And then she did a full face of makeup. I went the soft makeup, the soft glam route and uh, just complete full service to transform yourself into a baddie right then and there, okay? Um, her prices are extremely competitive and she only focused on me until the look was completely finished. I love her work and if you love what you've seen her do for me, because I have been sharing on Instagram, then please, Go book her for yourself or for a friend or for a family member. Go follow her and book her services by going to Instagram at ebslade. That's at E-B-S-L-A-Y-E-D on Instagram and tell her Lexi sent you. 
Next sponsor we have is Glory Apparel. Glory is an acronym, G-L-O-R-Y. It's an acronym for God's Love Over Rebellious Youth. And you can shop at God's Love Over Rebellious Youth dot store. The mission of Glory Apparel is to show people how loved they are by God. So go check out the first collection, Loved Ones, which I was a featured model for. And we did the whole promo campaign. A percentage of all the sales from this collection will be donated to helping people get help. We want to see our people be healthy emotionally and mentally. So every month we will be paying for as many people as we can to go to therapy. Through your purchases, you will help people all over the world find safe spaces to process their life experiences in a way that will ultimately lead to a healthy life. So again, you can shop with Glory Apparel by going to their website, God's Love Over Rebellious Youth store. Or you can visit them on Instagram at gloryapparel1 and click on the link in their bio to find that same website information and tell them that Lexi sent you. Now, let's move on to the announcements of the show. What's playing in the background right now? Well, for those of you who are tuned in live, y'all can't actually hear the music. But for anybody who is tuned in for the replay on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Music, then you are hearing my song, 12 Ratchet Days of Christmas, in the background. And yes, I know it's January. I don't care. I still need to promote the song. Slick, feeling like I should have uh, released it December 1st and then promoted it all December. But... The way that the release schedule was looking, um, it would have just been too much and I was not about to stress myself out. So I released it on Christmas in 2022. And you know what? You don't have to, it doesn't have to be Christmas for you to enjoy it. It's a ratchet party for any occasion, honestly. Just listen to the lyrics. But <laughs> the song was produced by Isaiah Hill and you can find this song wherever your favorite streaming platform is spotify apple title youtube google amazon all those different platforms whichever is your favorite then go check it out the 12 wretched days of christmas i would like to invite you to check out my merchandise buy some lexi merch at www.lexiatl.com i've got hats sun visors that say hashtag winner i've got wristbands that say hashtag winner hashtag keeper do I have this close in my vicinity? Well, there's a hat right there. I don't know. Y'all can see it on the camera or not. But anyway, we got the wristbands, hashtag winner, hashtag keeper. We got, what else we got? We got the posters. For those of you who are watching, tuned in live, and you can see my posters in the background. We got the artist pictures and we got the sexy Lexi posters, whichever is your vibe, honestly. And then we got the burn lighters. Let me show all cameras this because I got like three cameras going right now. I've got the capture, I've got Instagram, and we've got YouTube going live right now. So these are the Lexi burn lighters. It's a lighter with a built-in bottle opener. So if you smoking and if you drinking, Lexi got you covered. You can find all these things on my website at LexiATL.com. That's L-E-X-C. ATL.com events coming up. It's finally time to get the year rolling. And I told myself that I want to do at least one event per month to really force myself to get out of the house. Um, so we're starting with the DJ Power Summit, which is going to be at 4U Recordings, which is in Atlanta, Georgia. That is at 1376 Chattahoochee Avenue, Atlanta, Georgia. And it is a weekend event. So it's going to be January 13th, 
14th and 15th, 2023 is the year of unification, bringing the DJs together. There will be experienced panel discussions, artist performances, and great networking opportunities. I will be covering the event as press for Lex Chat. Yes, I'm in there. We in Ebby. As press, I did apply for that. Praise the Lord. So please let me know what kinds of questions you have relating to DJs and their relationship with artists. You can send me a message on Instagram. Send me a DM on Instagram at LexiATL. Or you can email me LexiSolo at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, like I said, I'll be there. So if you want to attend for yourself, just make sure you get your tickets at www.djpowersummitatl.com. That's www.djpowersummitatl.com. From what I saw, the tickets are starting at $100 for this three-day event. And I hope I see you there. If any of y'all follow DJ Big X ATL on Instagram, this is where... I got this information from for this event. So yeah, I definitely hope to see y'all there. Let me know what questions you have that you would like me to ask. And then the following Wednesday after that weekend, I will be doing an episode. I think um, I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna see if Cell can come on or I'm gonna see if I can get DJ Chapo. And yeah, we'll get into the whole DJ. Or I might even reach out to Tactics. I haven't talked to him in forever, yeah. So announcements are out of the way. Now let's do a little Lex check, all right? So if y'all haven't noticed, I am trying to really switch up how we approach uh, Lex chat and make sure that it's like a, a put together format and I wanna do a better job this year, especially of making sure that I am preparing before the show each week because kind of what was happening last year is sometimes I would do really well and prepare like a few days ahead of time, sometimes the week before, but then towards the end, it just kind of fell off and I would be doing like the day of, or literally like, what did I see on social media today? Let's wing it with that topic. And um, I just want to be more intentional with Lex chat and have deeper conversations that are really going to be based off of what I'm curious about and digging deeper and asking myself the harder questions. And by asking myself the harder questions, I'm hoping that it will allow any other aspiring artists to ask themselves the hard questions as well, or to start thinking about these things and have your answers way earlier on than I do for myself. So really getting into my teaching bag, my therapy bag, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. We about to dive in. Oh, we about to dive in. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Um, The format that I'm thinking of doing, right, which is what we're doing today, is we got the intro, and then we got the sponsors, and then we got the announcements, and I'm going to be, and then Lex Check, which we're doing right now, and then we're going to do a hot take, okay? And then after a short commercial break, we do the Lex chat, okay? So that is the plan, and then we do the closing or whatever. And uh, I'm gonna see how this format works out, and especially how it works out when I have guests. And yeah, I'm excited for that. But uh, Lex check. <sighs> Took the last two weeks of 2022 off because I felt like that's what I needed to do. And I actually got to see family for Christmas and it wasn't until Thanksgiving of 2022 
that I realized how much I've actually missed having family in close proximity. You gotta think, like I've been, aside from my brother who was in Georgia for like three or four years, but unfortunately we didn't really see each other that often because of schooling and a little bit of laziness on both of our parts, I feel. Um, but because of schooling and you know a little bit of laziness, we didn't really hang out as much as we could have considering that we were both in the same state. Um, so and except for that time period where he was here going to school and I was here going to school, I've pretty much been in Atlanta by myself almost the entire time I've been here. And 2023 in August will be 10 years that I've been in Atlanta. And that is kind of crazy to say. Um, here on YouTube, react to my lowest by NBA Youngboy. Okay, so yeah, um, I can get into that. I think that's been like highly requested too. So I'm gonna definitely do better with those as well. So yeah, um, until Thanksgiving, I didn't realize how nice it was to actually have family and not be so far away from everybody. My parents are now just a couple hours of a drive away and I'm so thankful for that, honestly. Um, only thing that kind of sucked, right? Going back for Christmas, I actually caught a flat on the way. And I was only 20 minutes out, luckily and uh, caught a flat. My stepdad was able to come help me change the tire. I would have been able to do it, but I did not have the right lug nut wrench to loosen the stuff off of the car and be able to change the tire and be on my merry way. But I was it, another reason why I was extremely thankful for having family so close because I didn't, um, I didn't have to do that by myself. And I've been so used to doing everything by myself for a very long time. And uh, yeah, it was just nice to feel taken care of and looked out for. And I've missed that feeling from having family around. So yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, I've also started R&B Girl Reacts on YouTube. For those of y'all who didn't know, R&B Girl Reacts on YouTube right now is looking pretty much like an NBA Youngboy reaction channel because people are really, his fan base is really going crazy on my page and just requesting all these songs and going to bat for NBA Youngboy, Youngboy NBA, and just like, you know, he's he's a versatile artist and he does this, he does that. He got a song for this mood, that one. So they've been suggesting a lot of songs and R&B Girl Reacts is just a way for me to try to connect with the newer music I don't really connect with the newer music because I don't really like the messaging and it all sounds the same to me. And yeah, so R&B Girl Reacts is my attempt at trying to stay up to date on some of the rap that's been coming out, even though I don't really enjoy it. And there are some NBA Youngboy songs that I like, but honestly, I've been getting kind of burnt out listening to him because every song, not every song, almost every song they've been requesting me to do has been like pain music which is something that I mentioned on my last review of the drawing symbols was a reaction, but yeah. So y'all check out R&B Girl Reacts on uh, YouTube, but uh, what else for the legs check? 2023 goals. So when, before we left, right, the getting ready for 2023 episode, which was the last episode of 2022, I asked y'all to ask yourselves three questions, right? Think about three things before going into the new year. What do I maintain well? What do I want to start or get into or do more of? What do I need to let go of? What's up, 12 till D? What's up, what's up? Happy new year. So I, I asked y'all to ask yourself those three questions before 
or well, just thinking about getting into the new year, right? Those three questions. What am I already doing well? What do I want to start? What do I want to let go of? And so for me, I brought in the new year in the studio, which I did not want to do. I really did not want to be in the studio for new year, but it just ended up playing out that way. Um, but as someone pointed out to me, thinking on the bright side, cause I was definitely in a complaining mood, at least I brought in the new year making money. So maybe that's a projection of, I ain't, I'm not gonna be hurting for money, which would be great because those last three months of 2022, oh my gosh the slowest I feel like I've ever experienced. But yeah, so I wrote down in my notebook, my responses, and I just wanna go over them really quickly. So what do I maintain well? was the first question that I asked y'all to ask yourselves. And I did it myself. And so I wrote down lately, what I've been doing well is getting up to go to the gym, doing my daily Sudoku puzzles, I've been reading daily, which is something that I had been wanting to do for months. I've been being gentle with myself, um, especially when it comes to my self-criticism. I'm pretty, I'm my worst, I am my worst critic, but also I'm gentle about the way that I deliver it to myself, which I think is really important that a lot of people downplay the importance of. And then lastly, um, I'm pretty good at being nice to and understanding of others, although I feel like I could be nicer to people. <laughs> People think I'm nice, but mm, I feel like I could do better because I really, I really be holding back on people. I really be wanting to go off on y'all. I'm not even going to hold you. And this new year, I might start going off on people. That's actually something, that's not what I wrote down per se, but what I want to do more of or get into is more reading, taking myself on dates and doing stuff fun for myself even if nobody else takes me out you know seeing friends and family talking more to friends and family on a weekly and daily basis give back tithe and invest into others which is why I did the giveaway the ratchet Christmas giveaway that was like the introduction to how I would do a giveaway and then like seeing how I would have to do monthly to maintain something like that um wake up earlier in the day even if I had a late night we'll see how that one goes be kinder because I'm tempted to be a mean girl, which is weird. Be cleaner, more organized with my spaces. Mm, do more things that scare me. And something I forgot to put on there is I'm going a, I'm to a start going off on people more. I'm going to start being more impulsive and I'm going to start letting people know what's on my mind. <sighs> because I don't do that and I realize that that's also something that's been causing me a lot of anxiety at the end of 2021 and then a lot of 2022 and I'm not going to care about how anybody takes it I'm just going to let it rip they could take it how they take it but um you know it's out there so and then something that I want to let go of oh which is where I actually put it down being afraid to communicate and stand on boundaries and being worried how it'll be received so what I just said right there and then not wanting to do things out of so-called anxiety I have been getting in my head a lot end of 2021 and throughout 2022 and anxiety has just been a huge issue for me that's kind of stopped me from doing a lot of things um, not a lot of things but it hinders me from wanting to branch out but I need to be doing things that scare me so yeah there's that um let go of laziness because there's 
the anxiety, but also the laziness. And then it turns into procrastination because I end up doing it, but then I have more anxiety because I didn't prepare to do the thing that I was procrastinating on. Very frustrating, very frustrating. And then less, um, less time on social media out of boredom. If I'm bored, don't just be scrolling on Instagram or Twitter, find something in real life to do. I do have plenty of things I need to do in real life. So that's going to be a discipline thing on my end. And then being afraid to spend money, let go of being afraid to spend money, especially on things that will bring me joy. Um, <laughs> even though, you know, I got all four tires replaced when that, cause I needed new tires anyway, but it went flat before I got to my parents' house, right? I spent a grip <laughs> the day before Christmas getting all new tires. And, uh, luckily for that, I am because I'm kind of a stickler with money and I do have plans for my money i save in a good disciplined way so i had the money to cover that cost but i definitely did not feel like spending that but if i can you know save money to do things that i know i'm gonna need to do then i want to do a better job of saving money to be able to go do things that will allow me to enjoy myself so you know there's that i want to be able to enjoy myself now so hearing those things what did y'all reflect on before you came into 2023 what did you maintain well what do you want to get into or start doing what do you want to let go of let me know in the comment section send me a dm on instagram send me an email lexisolo at gmail.com aldith says wish you happy new year my goal is to maintain a to-do list with constancy the rest will follow have a nice one i like that maintain a to a to-do list that's something that i do and i really like i put my to-do list on post-it notes actually let me get you the real thing i put my to-do list on post-its let me show every camera i put my to-do list on post-it notes and keep it in my notebook because i look at my notebook every single day I would just caution you, don't put too many notes on one post-it because then it might feel a little overwhelming. But once I, oh, I can actually cross this off. Set up release for smoke and mirrors for January 25th. Yes. Oh my God, I gotta do payroll. Oh, I gotta do payroll. Oh my God. Yeah, but anyway, so, but it feels good to cross things off. And uh, yeah, I like that. It's also good because you dump it, right? You dump out the stuff that's in your in your mind. Something that helped me a lot um, with my anxiety was getting out those thoughts, physically writing it down on paper. And then once those things were finished, crossing them off, it feels really good to cross those things off. And yeah, just if there's something you know you have to do, put it down on a list. And I will say that you have been successful if you can do at least one thing from your running to-do list. Just one thing each day. And I think that you will be a winner because it's better than doing zero things each day, right? So if you could just do one thing each day from your to-do list, you're winning. You know, games are won with layups, not free throws, not three-pointers, layups. Layups are what wins the game. So yeah, um, what else do we have here? Think, do I wanna take a little break now? Nah, we can keep it rolling. But for the purposes of my camera, this is a new segment that I'm introducing called Hot Take. And, um, you know, I got 
I got the idea from other podcasts. They do hot takes. I really want to get more into giving my opinion about stuff, giving my opinion about stuff and commenting on like the social aspects of the entertainment industry. So hot take. I did a poll on Instagram and I asked people, what should we talk about? Should we talk about Megan Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez and the Kelsey situation, toxic beauty trends, Fabio foreign and Asian doll or something else? And if you chose something else, you should have DM me. The person who voted for that didn't even send me anything. So they vote don't even count. But um, yeah, this is new. So y'all bear with me. I meant to like type something out, but hopefully this comes out better raw. So Megan Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez, and Kelsey Harris, my thoughts on this situation. And I have my little hourglass here. Hold on, that probably made hella noise. I have my little hourglass here, this five minute timer. Let me try to keep them real short. So now that everything is out with the whole Megan Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez, and Kelsey situation, I'm feeling like a lot of people were revealed as far as friends and family. None of my friends and family though. Um, nobody was like bashing Megan the Stallion. I think what was interesting was the fact that everybody was so hell bent on finding a reason for her to have been justifiably shot, you know? And that part is what's really scary because at the end of the day, whether you agree with her lifestyle or not, her reckless behaviors, and she did have some, you know what I'm saying? Like being promiscuous, sleeping with multiple dudes. And then there's the issue of the liquor, um, drinking too much. And we've heard she's not the nicest drunk. You know, regardless of all of that though, do those things really justify somebody being shot and almost having their life taken away? Those those are not like life threatening things, you know? Um, for me as a black woman and in the entertainment space, I can resonate a lot with Megan Thee Stallion because I've been in situations where I felt very unprotected. And even though it wasn't to the level of Megan Thee Stallion almost losing her life and getting shot by people she thought were her friends or people she thought she could be safe around, even though it wasn't that crazy, it was still like, you know, this is very much a boys club and this is very much an industry that does not value women's input, their lives. They just don't. And then when you look at the kind of music that's coming out from the community anyway, like the rap community, it's a lot of misogyn misogynoir, is that the word? Misogynists and who don't respect women and don't value women. And then in the music, nobody values life in general, but the music is promoting promiscuity and using people and stepping on people to get ahead and being all about the bag. And so... Yeah, my thoughts on this whole Megan Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez, Kelsey Harris situation. I don't care. I think it's real petty for Kelsey to have suddenly had amnesia going up on the stand when, remember on social media, it was like, yeah, we're going to have our day in court and the truth is going to come out. Regardless of how angry you are as somebody, here's where I hate the black culture of no snitching, right? Because even Megan Thee Stallion didn't snitch. It was the state that picked up the case against Tory Lanez. Megan wasn't even trying to like do nothing. She was just trying to forget about it, honestly, which I think is a mistake as well. We as women, and I've been in an abusive situation where the friend of the guy I was dating, this man pushed me, stopped me from calling 911, stole my phone, almost ran over me. And after all of that, only one of his friends was really trying to help me. 
And um, even then he was like, please don't call the cops because you know what they do to black men. And that's very irritating because it's like the person who I thought was supposed to protect me, they are the ones who is putting me in danger. And now I'm being told that I, the only, the next step to go, cause I don't, I didn't have any family. I don't have any family that lives here with me. The next step is to go the police route. But to be told, oh, you know how they do us and trying to relate to me, like, you know how they do black people trying to relate to me as if, you know, there's some bigger picture. But this black man is the reason why I'm in this situation. This black man has caused me harm and I need protection. And none of you are trying to protect me. So when it comes to like this whole Megan Thee Stallion situation, that part really hurts my heart. And I relate to her because I've been in a similar situation where not to say people didn't believe me, but I needed some protection and people were trying to make me seem like I was crazy for wanting to protect myself and wanting to take action to keep myself safe. So when it comes to this whole like no snitching culture that's in the black community, I really hate it because y'all know at the end of the day, if it was somebody that you were close to who got shot, you would want to know who did it. And if nobody told you who did it, wouldn't you be really pissed off? I know I would be. So yeah, um, I'm really mad at Megan, honestly, for not wanting to report it. I know how scary it is. And I know, well, I don't exactly know how she would have been affected professionally, but for me, I'm working on standing up for myself. That would have been an opportunity for her to stand up for herself. If she felt like nobody else was protecting her, especially that night, she didn't protect herself because she chose not to press charges. That might be, that might get under some people's skin, but as black women, nobody, it really feels like nobody is going to protect us. <laughs> so we have to do what's best for us. This, that's what Kelsey thought she was doing, but she really wasn't protecting anybody other than herself, I guess. But I heard she could still get brought up on perjury charges for not um, following through with the terms of, uh, what's the term, what's that called? The terms of, uh, I don't know, she made, she made like a deal or something. Oh, oh, to be plead the fifth so she wouldn't have to like incriminate herself. But the terms were that she had to speak about the events of that night and she didn't. She didn't. So the point I was making with that is she thought she was protecting herself, but really she's making it worse for herself in the future, too. Um, Tory Lanez, I don't really care about him. Justice is served. Even no, no, she was shot. She was definitely shot. But he was being reckless by, you know, the gun is registered in his name. It was not secured. How did, how did what's her name know the location of the gun in the car? I don't know. There's just a lot of things, a lot of things that piss me off. But the main thing that I relate to when it comes to this whole Megan Thee Stallion situation is black women just have to do a better job of protecting ourselves and nobody else. Literally, it feels like nobody else is going to do it. Um, and don't let anybody make you feel bad for protecting yourself and doing what's going to protect your life and allow you to move on, allow you to keep living, you know what I mean? In peace. Don't just brush it under because that's going to cause anxiety and nobody's going to stand up for you if you don't stand up for yourself. So I'm going to get off my soapbox on that one because my little timer is done. What is this? A five minute timer? Yeah, it's a five minute timer. I went over my five minutes, but yeah. Um, next topic, which I really wish I would have... <laughs> I really wish I would have written something down on because it's kind of heavy. It is the topic of toxic beauty trends. And this is really probably going to piss some people off. So when I 
put this on the poll. What I originally wanted to get into was this whole talk of like the BBL culture that we're seeing, right? And how there's like a starter kit look for women in the industry, especially rap chicks, where you gotta have the bust down weave glued down or sold down frontal with the baby hairs damn near all the way down to your eyebrows you gotta have a cute nose the skin y'all should be washing your faces and having clean skin anyway but you know some some girls going out getting nose jobs some getting buccal fat buckle fat removal from their cheeks um getting lip fillers injected um <laughs> getting breasts done, getting uh, BBL, 360 uh, lipo and BBL, and getting their butts done, but they not making sure the thighs match because the thighs gotta match. Basically getting that hourglass figure, right? And what I hate about this toxic beauty trend culture, right? It's a trend, the look, right? Everybody is literally starting to look the same it's the bust down, it's the weave, it's the baby hair, it's a certain skin tone even getting down to it. And um, it's the small waist, it's the fat ass, it's the big boobs, it's the hourglass figure. It's this video vixen overly sexualized imagery. And the reason why it's so toxic is because the industry is tough enough as it is. If you, like I said, standing up for yourself. Standing up for yourself means being confident in who you are and what you were born with. And some of y'all are just lazy, don't wanna go to the gym and don't wanna eat right. Because, and the gag for that, right? Even after you have a BBL surgery, you have to maintain it by diet and exercise. So I don't understand why people keep trying to do this shortcut, but um, yeah, it's something, it's a signal of something that's like deeper in our society where People think that just like on social media with this seemingly quick gratification, right? They think that you can do the same thing with your body. And not only is that mentality wrong when it comes to mental health for people, right? Because people are starting to think that it's taking them too long to do things when really everything is supposed to have its time to mature and prepare. But when it comes to the body, right, everyone is so quick to chop themselves up and go under the knife and they don't they don't want to be themselves and they end up looking like everybody else. So we lose the individuality and it's having a bad effect on the mental of women like we're really viewed as not good enough if we don't get these certain procedures. And I've had conversations with a lot of guys who are like, you know, that's not even a requirement to be with us having these surgeries and looking like this. We don't even need all that. But that's what y'all go to first. That's the girls with the big asses and the big breasts and the small waists and they dress a certain way. Those are the ones who are getting the most attention. And then when you're in the music industry, you're told if you're not doing things that are sexy, you can't get on. If you're not sleeping with somebody, you can't get on. Your talent is not enough. You have to know somebody. But then once you get introduced to these people, they want to F, they want to have sex. And if you don't have sex with these people, you stop getting invited to parties. You stop getting your name mentioned in rooms. You stop. They try to take you off of credits. They don't try to pay you like all kind of stuff, right? They just exclude you from things. But as far as like the toxic beauty trends, right? I really wish I wrote this down. For toxic beauty trends, it is killing the mentality of women and they're not believing in themselves. They are, how do I put this? 
competing for something that we'll never be able to keep up with. And you know what? I might have to record this separately because my mind is just not in a proper place. Like I'm I'm going to I'm going to address this separately. Someone wanted me to like go through all of these hot takes, but honestly, the Megan Thee Stallion one got the most reaction to it. I will have to do these other hot takes and actually write it out to get my thoughts out because it is really important. I might even do an entire episode on the toxic beauty trends. But um, yeah, so that's concluding the first half of our show. After these messages, we're going to get into how family and friends can support their creative. So let's get into the topic. We'll get into the chat after these messages. Okay, let's finally get into this Lex chat, all right? The question is, as a creative, what could friends and family do to make you feel supported? What, as a creative, what could friends and family do to make you feel more supportive? Supported. I'm asking this question because there have been many times when I've felt unsupported by friends and family and I've gone so far as to cut people off or limit my access to people who I felt were not being supportive of me. This year, I really want to have deeper conversations with myself about certain things in my life and in my career. And I believe that by being even more vulnerable with my topics, which is what I mentioned at the top of the episode, by being even more vulnerable with my topics, I'll be helping a lot of people and continuing to push culture in the music industry, as well as for creatives and having a standard as professionals, both in the studio and outside of the studio. So helping each other to learn how to act accordingly, professionally, but also, you know, in our personal lives, what can you expect from embarking on this journey from deciding to take this as a career path? All of that being said, this list is compiled from my own personal wishes and how I'd like to see support from friends and family, as well as how fellow creatives would like to receive support from friends and family. If you are a creative, I really want this episode to be something you can send to a friend or family member and have them understand how they can show up for you. This is important to me because I feel like I'm guilty of not expressing myself enough, which is something that I'll be actively working on in starting this year, 2023. And I really want to break my own bad habit of not clearly communicating with people when a boundary has been crossed or when I feel like I need more from a relationship. In the new year, I want to be more accountable to myself. And that means being honest about things that hurt me and not just ghosting people when I feel slighted, but by holding my tongue, by not holding my tongue, excuse me, So not just ghosting people when I feel slighted, you know, ever since I straightened my teeth, I have such a bad list, y'all. I'm so sorry. Let me. So in the new year, I want to be more accountable to myself. And that means being honest about the things that hurt me and not just ghosting people when I feel tried. 
but also by not holding my tongue and speaking up, even if things end badly. I have been in situations where I tried to keep the peace by staying silent and it just delayed the bubbling over. And I don't want to go through that again. Eventually, Ish was going to hit the fan and it did. And it probably could have hit the fan a lot sooner. You know, and one of my philosophies is fail and fail fast. So let's, you know, what we doing? Let's speed this thing up. But on a side note, I think I've developed a lot of anxiety because I never really tell people how I'm feeling. I just kind of make a decision and go on about my life with or without that person, depending on the decision I came to. I don't think that's a good thing for me to do. So I'm actively going to be working on doing better for myself. Now, all of that build up out of the way, let's get into this list of ways family and friends can make their creative person feel supported. And if you are tuned into the live conversation on Instagram or on YouTube, then y'all feel free to tune in. So um, for the past week in preparation of this episode, I've been asking different creative friends as well as some of my clients who come in to record with me, you know, how can your family and friends make you feel supported? And the first one that came up was you can buy the music. Streaming pay sucks. It's literally like a tenth of a penny per stream that we get paid. And unfortunately, streams are what is the most popular form of consumption. So everybody thinks that just by listening to the to the music that it's enough that is a form of support listening to the music and knowing the music being able to sing along with the music or tell me specific lines from my songs that is important but sticking with the topic of just buy the music right streaming the pay from streaming sucks so if you would directly buy from itunes or even like send a cash app or a zelle directly to the artist it really does help so much like I've started seeing um and this is just my opinion right some of my friends not putting their music on these platforms because ah, they be feeling like they're like Taylor Swift or something I'm like we're just not at that level yet to to say that we're not going to put music on certain platforms you're really kind of shooting yourself in the foot Ooh, that phrase has a whole new meaning after Megan Thee Stallion doesn't it you're really shooting yourself in the foot. But uh, if you if you don't put your music on these platforms, you're not you you're not widely discovered yet. Right. This is a side note. You're not widely discovered yet. So for you to not be discoverable, then kind of defeats the whole purpose. Right. But I digress. So you can support your creative person by simply buying the music. Go to iTunes and pay the ninety nine cents or pay the $1.29 that it sometimes costs to buy the song outright. If your creative person is selling CDs with singles on it or CDs with the entire album on it, buy the physical album. A lot of cars do still have the CD players. I'm grateful that mine does because I still have my CD collection. A lot of cars still do have the CD players. I would caution artists too, though, to have like this, oh gosh, it's like these little cube things. I got to ask a friend of mine. His name is Train. He used it. But it's like a little cube where they can like bump it and then it would automatically send the file to that person's phone. That might be another thing. Or have them buy a QR scan code that will lead to a direct buy. You know what I mean? 
So those are some ideas for creatives and family members alike. But yeah, um, buy the physical albums. Go to CD Baby store, go to the iTunes store and directly buy it. Or just put some money in the creative's pocket. Send a cash app, send a Zelle, put cash in hand. It helps a lot. Even if you don't listen to the music, you are helping to put money in their pockets. Okay. So the first way that you can be supportive of your creative person is by buying the music. The next way that you can be supportive of your creative person is by coming to the shows. Being physically present in such a digital world really does speak volumes. We are living in a time where people feel like being being there virtually is enough, but I, I wish people would stop trying to fight it. We are humans, and part of being human means that we do crave physical touch. We crave connection. We are a community. We are social animals, and so this feeling like it's enough to um, only like like or share through social media, feeling like that's enough, it's really not enough. Your presence is needed. So coming to the shows is a major way to support, all right? And not only that, right? It lets us know that you're here for us, but you could actually help us win the competition or win the attention of the promoter, of the club owner. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of my notes a little bit, but let's say that there's like an open mic situation with a cash prize. A lot of these things, they're not even really based on the talent of the people. The person who ends up winning is the person who brought 20 people to the club with them. So if you show up physically to the shows for your creative person, you could possibly be helping them to win a competition and helping them to get some money in their pocket based off of crowd participation, right? And also why you should come to the shows. You're making you're making the creative person look good, but it, it makes your creative person look good to the club and it makes them look good to the promoter because like I said, you're bringing in a crowd. And when the promoters see that, when the club owners see that, it helps the artist, it helps the creative to get asked to come back, to get booked for future shows. Uh-oh, connection issues on my YouTube live. But it, it helps your creative person get booked for shows. And then, you know, along with coming to the shows this is kind of like this leads right into it it makes the creative person look good and they're they're more likely to get booked by the promoters and the club owners because like if your people are buying stuff especially right so like if your people are coming to the shows and they are buying food they're buying liquor they're buying hookahs they are spending money with the club it makes the creative person look really good when y'all come to the shows and do these things do these things so then what it shows the the venue right and the promoter is that not only will this person bring out a crowd but this crowd is also going to spend money the business is making money when we invite this person so let's invite this person to future performances and it's going to help that creative person get booked for future shows right because like i said promoters and venue owners they know that this person your creative person is going to bring a crowd and that the crowd is going to spend money with the venue which helps that venue stay in business it's an investment back into the venue right so yeah moral of the story show up come to the shows and if you can 
spend money when you come to the show like make it an event make it a night out it could be a date night that you you just so happen to be supporting your creative person right or just if you felt like you wanted to get out of the house this is your opportunity go you know and I know you don't necessarily want to sit through all the other people you just came for who you came for but this is what you got to do first before your creative person can get to the point where the show is all about them. And then when you come to the show, you only have to worry about seeing them versus having to see like 20 other people up on stage. So just keep that in mind. The next way that you can show support to your creative person is by sharing the content. It is free for you to post it literally takes less than 30 seconds. It really takes like five seconds to be very honest. And that's that's if you don't put anything extra, like if you're sharing on Instagram, right? It takes like five seconds. Share to my story, post a story, boom, you're done. Less than five seconds. Unless you're putting like a special caption or thing that you're, that you're adding there, it literally takes less than five seconds to share the post. And it's free to do. It's free promotion for your promoted, for your creative person and it's helping your creative person to reach an audience that maybe they didn't think about advertising to or thought that maybe we didn't have access to. So and you never know who is going to be reached by friends and family sharing the content. And I think I need to change how I'm, how I'm like presenting this a little bit. So because this is from my perspective as well. Like it's free for you to post, it's free promo for me as the artist. It's reaching an audience that I may not have thought about. And like I said, it literally takes less than 30 seconds. And I can't tell you how annoying it's been to see people, I've actually cut people off for this, to see people who call themselves my friends and they are talking about happy birthday, Rick Ross. Happy birthday, Monica. Happy birthday, Megan. These people don't know you, but you know me. You done posted to your story, happy birthday, so-and-so, but you couldn't take five seconds to post my stuff. Do you like the music? Another form of support, honestly, even if you don't like the music, tell me why you don't like the music because that shows me that you're engaged. It shows me that you are interested in what I'm doing. It shows me that you're involved. Even if you don't like it, give me your pointers because if you're paying attention to me, and I value your opinions as somebody who is close to me, I'm gonna take heed to what you're saying. I'm gonna take into consideration what it is you're saying to me. So that's another way of showing your support is critique. Give me some critique on what I'm doing. But let's see, sharing the content. Um, another way that you can help to support me, your artist, support your creative, invest money in me to help me grow through buying gear and software and or business fees like LLC registration renewal, website fees, etc. And like I mentioned with the buying music, right? Directly investing obviously shows major, major support, right? Because you're putting that money directly into the pocket of the creative person. It's already really hard. So, okay, let me back it up. It is expensive being a creative person. Even if you're not a musically creative person, if you are an artistically, like drawing and sculpting, artistically creative person, the supplies that it takes, but when it comes to like the music, right? It is extremely expensive being creative, right? So MacBook, uh, that's a computer. You gotta buy the software 
to record. You got to buy the microphone. You got to buy the speakers. You got to buy the desk. You have to buy the hardware like preamps or tube tech uh, compressors or EQs. You got to buy, if you're a producer, you got to buy different sound libraries, sound banks. You got to, you got to buy the uh, software to create the beats in, um, piano lessons, music theory classes. I have two pianos. This is one sitting up here with me right now, but learning how to play the instrument, buying the actual instrument or for producers, they got to buy that beat pad thing or the, the MPC Akai or whatever. These things are expensive. It's really expensive. And then, and then it's hard being in this industry because it's a client-based industry. So it takes time to build up clientele, which <laughs> it gets really scary because we, we're not even gonna be making money like that out of the gate. And a lot of us are working regular jobs to support this dream. And like I said, our tools cost money. The time is expensive. The time that it's taking to hone in on and sharpen these skills we're putting well over 10,000 hours some of us have been doing this since we were I've been saying it since I was three I didn't start getting equipment and stuff until well, I got a piano when I was younger and that's beside the point but anyway most of us are not balling like that okay so it would take us a very long time to get everything we need to be successful part of showing the, your creative person support would be here's a gift card here's some money or I know that you like to make beats. I saw a commercial for this beat pack. Here's, you know, here's some money to do that. Or let's go to Guitar Center and you buy a couple things that you need. Bring me into your world, you know. That would really mean the world to us if you ask questions like what we need and then what we need and then help us to acquire it, okay? And we're, we're often stressed out not knowing if we're going to make enough money or get enough clients if we're past the schooling part, right? But then once we're past the schooling part, we got to decide, do I want to run a studio from my house or do I want to have my own building or do I want to go work for somebody else? Even if I do go work for somebody else, I got to maintain a bunch of social media. I got to market myself. I got to brand myself. I got to get merchandise. I got to get business cards. Do I have this? Oh man, I do. I got to get business cards. Like, you know, um, YouTube channel. I got to spend money on advertising. So to get my content in front of multiple eyes, it costs gas. It costs time. I got to look good and buy outfits and look a certain way and look successful when I'm going to these events to meet people who could help change my life, meet people who might be on my team, all of that stuff, all of that stuff. Um, maintaining a website, maintaining LLC renewal fees, stuff like that. Or if I have like a an automatic post scheduling app, those things cost money. If you, like I said, just invest money into your creative person to directly help them, that really goes a long way. And asking questions like, hey, what are you into? What does it take to do this? What does it take to become this? Showing interest shows all the world of difference, okay? Universe says Splice is a whole cheat code. I've seen Splice. That's like one of the latest um, softwares and sound banks for producers. It looks nice. It does. Hella sounds. Crazy amount of sounds, right? Next way, we got four more to get through. Next way to show support for your creative person, check on how they're doing mentally. We are stressed out. (laughs) 
Being in this business is hard. It's tough. It's dirty. It's grimy. It's annoying. We get taken through the ringer. And we don't think you would understand because, you know, we're not in the same industry. And uh, I know on my side, I don't really have a lot of... Most of my family does not ask me about music. And so... And I feel like because I'm the only one who does music or is pursuing a career in music, I can't really talk to them. It's kind of like growing up as a kid, right? You just knew that the bills got paid, but you never really asked your parents what they actually do to make the money. As we get older, we need to have a more active role in being interested in what the people around us are doing. And I need to work on this too, because I'm not, I've been very selfish as far as like where my attention goes, but taking the time to figure out what is this person like um, or how is this person doing, right? That's because that's the next level we're talking about, checking on them mentally. Um, There's a lot of stuff that I went through the top of 2021 that none of my family knows I went through. Um, And honestly, when when I went home for Christmas just recently, like a couple weeks ago, my stepdad it made me feel really good because he started asking questions about what I do and how I make money and how I pay myself. And that made me feel really good because it's like, wow, he's trying to understand what I do and trying to understand what I go through. So basically, you know, um, he was asking me like, you know, how do you get paid? And I explained to him, well, I have clients. Technically, I can set my own schedule, but got to understand that if I don't make a certain amount of money, if I don't make my quota for the month, then, you know, I can't just like not be working. And then I was explaining to him like, you know, how I prepare for the months when I'm not, when I don't have enough money, when I didn't make enough money, how I save for those slow times, how I pay myself and just, you know, different, different systems that I put into place. And then he asked like, you know, why, why is your industry so dark and evil? And I said, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I want to say I mentioned something about not being paid for work. But yeah, it just, moral of the story on that, right? It made me feel good to have somebody question, like trying to get into my world a little bit, see what I'm interested in, what I go through, what comes with what I am pursuing. It made me feel really good. Because in this industry, we are constantly being rejected. And you got to imagine what that, what that's doing to a person. It's hard to get in. It's expensive to get in. You need money to maintain yourself, to be in this career because perception is everything. So if you don't look a certain way, you often won't get the job. And then on top of that, even if you get all those little pieces, you still get rejected because you're not part of the club or Like I said earlier, you ain't sleeping with somebody that wants you to sleep with them. So you stop getting invited and you might even get blackballed or blacklisted and people stop bringing your name up in rooms. And it's just, it's very hard. It's very hard. And you got to imagine what that does to a person constantly being rejected. And for me, like I said earlier, I didn't realize how important it was to have family so close. I've really been numb in a lot of ways and I've really, I've really, um, I haven't, I haven't been putting a lot of emphasis on a lot of emotions for the simple fact that I just don't want to feel like I don't have time to feel 
honestly I don't have time to feel a lot of things so I push a lot of thoughts out of my mind I learn how to move on quickly but moving on quickly just really makes you think of how um girl this cat is scratching at the door and that scared me but having to numb yourself and never having time to grieve or cry or be angry it really does take a toll on you after a while and uh so if you have a creative person in your life just ask them how they're doing and ask them for the real because sometimes we don't feel safe sharing what we're really going through because we don't think you would understand or we don't want to be a burden to you so keep those things in mind did i miss any points on this one we don't think you would understand but it would mean a lot if you were interested in what we struggle with okay next point how can you create how can you support your creative person you can bring them paid clients refer people to me tell people about me be my extended network be my extended representative when i'm not in your face so if you know i do music oh man i'm looking for a wedding singer oh my niece my sister my aunt does so and so my cousin is a singer you know what i mean like little stuff like that refer people who need what i offer help put money in my pockets if you don't want to spend your money directly then help me get money by getting me jobs getting me paid please that is a type of support being a referral and it shows that you are actively helping us to win um another way that you could refer like i said earlier sharing posts sharing our content literally takes less than five seconds so bring us paid clients please please help put money in our pockets basically <laughs> next thing that uh someone else told me about i think david david specifically said that you know support what i support and he told the story of how like his family was asking you know what do you want for christmas and he said i really don't want nothing but you know what whatever money you were gonna spend on me this holiday season just put it towards this charity and he said that his family actually did it and it made him feel really good and that made me feel happy for him and he said you know it made me feel good because my family listened to me and they actually support what i support they showed an interest in what i'm interested in and they follow through basically just follow through which ties into the last point of just mean it when you are supporting me as a creative person supporting your creative person just mean it like genuinely want to do it genuinely want to understand what we do genuinely understand the struggles that we deal with and the obstacles that we face genuinely support what we do why is it important to go out to these open mics and these and these networking events why is it important to look a certain way why do we have to have certain hardware certain equipment why do we need certain things you know it ties into being interested in what i do which shows that you care about me and that's really all it ever boils down to doing these things just shows me that you care about me and that's that's the end of my list there all of these are ways that myself as well as fellow creatives would like to see our friends and family support us when it comes to music especially it's an extremely tough industry to be in and i'll speak for myself i often feel very lonely because i'm living in a city with no family i don't have many people i would call friends 
and in an industry where I'm constantly trying to figure out who's real and who just wants to be around me to use me in a way that won't help me and could leave me drained. It wasn't until recently, like I said, about a month ago that I realized, a month ago? Back in mm, around Thanksgiving time. It wasn't until then that I realized just how much I actually suppress my feelings. And I believe the reason I do that is to avoid all the hurt and disappointment I feel on a daily basis. Not to mention the anxiety of not knowing when I will be paid or if I'll make enough to take care of myself, to pay my bills, to put gas in my car and put food on my table. Some people would hear me talking about this and just say that this is a normal adult experience, but the adult experience is so much harder as a creative. <laughs> it's so much harder. So another thing, please don't downplay how hard it is when you talk to your creative person and they open up to you about some of the things they struggle with, don't downplay it. This is our world and these are things we have to deal with. They're big to us. And I'm sure you'd feel the same about wanting to be comforted when you talk about office drama or not getting along with your boss or your coworkers at your, what we call regular job, you know? Same concept. We don't have to be in the same industry for us to help one another. We don't have to be in the same industry to help us to help one another get through the struggles that we face in our jobs. Everybody wants to be supported in what they do. We're no different. We just feel it more intensely than people with regular jobs because there's literally no blueprint telling us how to make it and be successful in our field. So I really hope that um, y'all enjoyed this Lex chat. Really hope y'all enjoyed it. And uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Let me know if you are watching on YouTube. Do you agree with these points? Did I miss any points? If you are a creative, how would you like your friends and family to support you? And then, you know, the next part, the next part of this conversation, which honestly, I am really afraid of, I'm gonna ask my family, you know, has there been times where you felt like I've chosen my craft over you? Have Has there been times when you felt like I chose music over you? And that should be an interesting conversation. So this one was all about how to support a creative person. I want to ask friends and family, how can your creative person be a better friend or a better family member? And that's really, that's gonna be a hard conversation. Official Mr. Flat Show says, what do you currently need from this list of things to give you the support as our creative? Are you, wait, are you asking me that question? Or is this a question you are posing to the public, Mr. Flat Shoals? What do you need currently from this list of things to give you the support as our creative? I feel like you're directing that to me. I feel like you're directing that to me. But let me know. Let me know. So yeah, the next show is going to be friends and family. How do, you, how do you feel like us as creatives could be better involved with family or be better friends? Because um, I mentioned earlier that I have cut off people for not showing me a certain amount of energy that I feel like I was showing them. And um, I need to find that tweet. But I actually put this up on Twitter and it said something along the lines of like, how did you know that you couldn't be friends with people anymore? And my response was, I looked around and I wasn't inspired and um, I was draining myself 
giving and pouring into others and giving them ideas. But when I needed help, I couldn't get the help. And when I looked up and I looked around, I saw that nobody had any ideas for me. And that's when I knew that I had to change my circle and change who I was running with. So, yeah. Um, But maybe I acted in haste. There could have been a misunderstanding there. Like I said, need to do more... um, need to do more digging for myself and uh this year with lex chat we're definitely going to be more vulnerable so mr flat Scholes said i'm asking you what do you need currently from this list of things to give you the support you need <sighs> i will say bringing paid clients is great people who will actually pay me because that helps to put money in my pocket investing in me when I'm asking people to become a patron for $5 a month, that really helps to take some stress off of me. Really, you know, it, it could be more, but it, it would really help me to not feel so bad about putting so much energy into a program like Lex Chat and feeling like I'm not getting the returns, you know? pouring so much knowledge and wanting to help so much but then not having that help back um it gets very frustrating a lot of times happy new year benjamin happy new year honey happy new year sugarfoot (laughs) sugarfoot i got that from kevin hart but yeah um right now i'm on a mission to get as many patrons as i can for just five dollars a month And eventually that will turn into a community of creatives that I can help and we can help each other become better people. Um, But I I just got to find better people to be patrons of mine, honestly. Like all of my patrons have been going through like financial issues. So I I understand that they've had to like unsubscribe. (laughs) So um, yeah, like literally one of my friends, she used to be subscribed, but she's going through marital stuff. Um, my brother was going through a move, that male client, he was getting his, his finances in order and then someone else getting their finances in order. So when you're, when you're getting your finances in order, you don't really have time or you shouldn't be spending your money on extra stuff that is a luxury and not an essential. And I realized that, you know, I just, you know, I just want monetary support would help a lot would help a lot um how do i become a patron i couldn't figure that out on your website thank you so much for asking you go to patreon.com slash lexi atl um and thank you for showing your support by tuning into lex chat too so thank you so much for asking that and for tuning in to ask that question Um, if you want me to figure out how like a different platform might be easier for you, like I haven't poked around on Instagram subscription yet. I haven't poked around with YouTube paid subscription yet, but Patreon has like the best pay structure other than OnlyFans. OnlyFans does have a good pay structure as well, but the connotation behind OnlyFans is like bad representation. You know, everybody thinks it's... Well, because it's mostly porn stuff on there. But yeah, OnlyFans has a great payout structure. Other than that, Patreon is a great payout structure too. So yeah, Um, 
Anyone who wants to go the extra mile in supporting me, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash LexiATL, patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L. And for as little as $5 a month, you can become a patron and that would help by showing your support and you will get access to early content, early access to con- early content. You'll get early access to the content. Okay. Um, again, we do these live recordings of let's chat, Lex chat on Wednesday nights. I'm going to try to keep it at seven o'clock unless the community agrees that we should start later. Um, but yeah, Wednesdays at seven, if you miss the live chat, you're not able to be a part of the live chat. You can catch the replay on Mondays at 8 a.m. on Spotify, Apple podcast and YouTube. Okay, if you are watching or listening on YouTube, please make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you'll be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, then please make sure you follow the show. Make sure you leave a review and a five out of five star rating. All of these things help to tell the algorithm that this is a good piece of content and that they should push this show in front of wider audiences. Okay. Lastly, I want to mention my sponsors again, Ebb Slade and Glory Apparel, Ebb Slade for hair and makeup, full service Detangle, wash, condition, steam, dry, braid down, sew in, tape in, steam, um, silk press, full. And then she does your makeup after. Just amazing. Full face and makeup. Prices are super competitive. And she really takes the time to focus on one person at a time when she's working in her shop, right? So, um, well, in her in her home setup. So go follow her and book her services by going to Instagram at Eb Slade. That's Instagram at E-B-S-L-A-Y-E-D. And tell her that Lexi sent you. Another special shout out to Glory Apparel, God's love over rebellious youth. The mission is to show people how loved they are by God and to help people get the help they need to live healthy lives. You can shop the first collection, Loved Ones, which I was a featured model on, the Loved Ones collection with Gloria Apparel by going to God's Love Over Rebellious Youth.store, or you can follow them on Instagram at Glory Apparel One and click the link in the bio to shop on their website. Okay. And remember that I will be attending the DJ Power Summit in Atlanta. That is January 13th, 14th, and 15th at 4U Recording Studios at 1376 Chattahoochee Avenue in Atlanta, Georgia. I will be there as press for Lex Chat. So, like I said, let me know what kinds of questions you may have for DJs relating to what DJs do and their relationship with the artists. You can send me a message on Instagram, DM, um, or send me an email at lexisolo at gmail.com. Let me know what kind of questions you would like to ask and I will ask them for you because I will be there as press for Lex Chat, okay? You can get those tickets at www.djpowersummitatl.com. That's djpowersummitatl.com. Tickets start at $100 for the three-day event. I hope I will see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Lex Chat. My name is Lexi. Until next time, peace. On the first day, he better fly me overseas. Put me on a private island with an ocean breeze. On the second day, take me on a shopping spree. Wrap me in furs, my neck and wrists on freeze. Cause on the third day, I 
should have a new set of car keys. Big bow, big bag of money on the seat. On the fourth day, if everything I wanted ain't came, on the fifth day, I'm taxing.